Welcome to episode 115. We never abandon ourselves, ever. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Woman Awake podcast. I'm here to bring you episode 115, and we're going to talk about abandonment. I know, big and heavy, but stay with me. I promise there's some juice here for you. I am recording this on Thursday, which is Jupiter Day, all about expansion. And as I record this, I have a bunch of beautiful red roses by my side and brand new shutters being put into our windows at our house and the sun is out and I just wanted to say look for the little pockets of beauty look for the little places and spaces in your life where there are moments to revere and to just savor and delight in and they can be small they could be your baby asleep and the sound of their breath it could be cuddles with your puppy it could be sun on your face it could be hot coffee in your hand I just want to invite you to access a little bit more beauty and to be with and delight in that as much as you possibly can. The other thing I want to share before we dive into this episode is that the temple space, which is my new digital space where there are two curated ceremonies per month inside this container. So there's the Rose Garden, which is Magdalene Womb Yoga, which is the new frequency-based yoga, working with energetics and kundalini and tantra. There's light language practices and breath and movement and beautiful ancient wisdom practices from the days of the priestess. So there's the Rose Garden each month, and then there's the Luminous Field, which is our deep healing space where we access the light within us through breathwork practices and journeys and EFT and energy medicine. So the temple space doors are closed right now, but I am reopening them early June for the next round in time for the next two ceremonies in June. So I'm going to invite you to do two things. Number one is to follow the link in the show notes and join the waitlist so that you can be informed as soon as possible when the doors are open. And number two, I invite you to head over to Instagram, ClaireObeyed underscore, that's my handle, and check out the highlights that are saved on my page that shows all of the launch that I did online for the temple space. Just in case you've got no idea what I'm talking about and you want to see if this experience is for you, this private sanctum, this ceremonial and practice-based experience is for you. You'll read a lot there, you'll see a lot there, and that will be a beautiful way for you to stay connected to that. Okay, so let us dive into today's episode, which is all about abandonment. And I want to start with this phrase, 
and it is actually one of the core values of the temple space, and that is we never abandon ourselves, ever. So abandonment is a theme that has been circling in my world since I got the vid, which is about, uh, let's say, five or six weeks ago now. But truthfully, it's been a theme in my life for years, but possibly I didn't have the realization under the category or the word abandonment. And it's a word that can be really triggering. So I just want to highlight that as we go ahead, that I'm holding you and I see you. If this word or any other words that I use triggers something, triggers a pain point within you. I know it's big. It doesn't have to be though. So just meet this with lightness if you can. So let me backtrack a little bit for you. There's, it's quite a few years ago now where I made the realization in a number of ways, a very heavy realization that I didn't feel embodied, that my soul didn't feel like it had fully landed safely in this human form and on the earth. And that was actually quite a heartbreaking realization for me. For somebody who so deeply wanted to connect with their soul and to live a soul-based life, it felt very heartbreaking. And it felt like I'd been betrayed by God, by goddess, which actually is self-betrayal because we are God, we are goddess. And to feel that I didn't really belong on the earth was quite a shock. It's like, well, what the heck am I doing here? And how do I be here? So it's safe to say that this will be a lifelong project, as it is for many of us, but I placed my entire full-felt desire at the very center of my personal journey, and that was to focus on embodiment and belonging like my life depended on it, because it actually does. It does. For me, it does. So let's fast forward to now. Well, actually, five or six weeks ago when I was down with the vid. So yes, symptomatically, it was full on. I got all of the major symptoms. It was intense. All four of us at home sick and riding the waves of that. It wasn't a fun virus. But truthfully, what was the most intense experience was that I felt either incredibly numb or very emotionally disconnected. I had this moment one day sat on the floor in my bedroom where I felt completely abandoned. It felt like my soul had left my body or was very much on its way out and I felt very disconnected from God. And I actually sat on the floor crying and sobbing with these big grey clouds billowing overhead outside. And I sobbed and I begged for help, wondering what the heck was happening. And I heard, quite clearly, I heard this voice say, this is not happening. It's not happening like this. You will not allow this to happen. This is not the way it's going to be. So I know that sounds like an equally dark and sinister experience and yet also quite profound. And truthfully, most of my upgrades in life happen this way. Short, deep, dark, potent, punchy, incredibly powerful experiences that are filled with a lot of insight and a lot of wisdom that lead to a lot of up-leveling. So as I shared with a client the other day and with many clients actually since I've recorded this, the part of me that had fought for belonging and an embodiment over the last few years, that's the part of me that spoke up. And she said, nope, this is not happening. We're not allowing this. It's not unfolding this way. You do not win. At the time, I'm assuming I was talking to the entity of the virus and the darkness that birthed it when I say you do not win. You will not win. And so I clawed my way back to health and aliveness 
I remember getting up off the floor, marching myself into the living room, sorry, into the kitchen, and making another round of ginger, lemon, honey tea, putting on another pot of broth, taking another million supplements, eating some more fresh green vegetables. I remember being like, nope, I haven't given up yet. I'm not giving up now. Just because I've had this realization, this is not happening. So right now I'm tending to my body and I'm reminding myself that my body and my soul are integrated and in union and and are one. So why am I sharing this? If you've listened for a while, you know there's eventually a point. I'm sharing this because it sets the scene for this continuous revelation of abandonment. So in a therapy session recently, which I did mention a couple of episodes back, I learned that abandonment for me as a child and now as an adult is still a very real and core wound that plays out in my relationship in particular with my husband. So rather than seeing me get as a clingy, needy, Velcro kind of person, I actually go the opposite way. I become incredibly independent, self-sufficient, quite stoic, resilient, and closed off. We all have our defense and survival mechanisms, my loves, and this is one that I developed very early on. It's one that I learned to carry and experience in various situations and with various people. And it's also one that I've learned to unpack through various situations and people, but it seems in my marriage in particular, it's the final frontier. The reality is I actually can do alone really well. I can be quite content and happy alone in that space, but I don't want that. I want alive and I want vibrant and ecstatic and explosive and passionate with my relationship, but also with myself. So that means I have to face the story of abandonment and what that feels like in my body and what that is in my life and how it shows up and I have to face that over and over and over. So I'm sharing this with you now because this has come forward in quite a few client sessions and obviously all of the next parts that I share are anonymous. But recently in session with a beautiful gorgeous human we were talking about the story of rejection and abandonment that she's just recently come to see and realize how it's played out in her life that it's come from early childhood, it's come from her family of origin, and it's still here in adulthood, and all the ways it continues to play out. So not only has this beautiful woman experienced firsthand actually being rejected and abandoned by family and partners and friends, but the most profound and I feel confronting realization for her is to see all the ways that she's actually abandoned herself and continues to do that. And this is the part I most want you to sink into and absorb and receive, receive this transmission. When we are on a journey of reclamation, of healing stories and beliefs and patterns, yes, we do have to go to the root cause. Side note, that is if your nervous system is ready and able to hold that, as in going to the root cause. If not, you must tend to your nervous system first. You cannot go to the depth of childhood trauma, for example, and the root cause of abandonment that perhaps come from your family of origin. If your nervous system and your somatic experience is not able to hold that. If your capacity or your window of tolerance is very small and weak, you can't go there first. Yes, we do have to address it, and we have to address all of those areas that feel sticky and hurtful. However, what I have found to be the most fruitful and what I offer to my client and many people, including myself, is this. From here on, your work is to never abandon yourself. In all of the daily and small ways, where can you choose yourself 
Where can you reclaim yourself? Where can you show up for yourself? Where can you stand by yourself and say, I'm not leaving? I'm here for good. So we show up to a commitment that we made for our movement and our mental health. We choose a meal that makes us feel healthy and alive. We say what we need to say and hold a boundary that we know is right for us. We choose ourselves over everything and everyone else first. As in, we don't people please and merge into everybody else's needs, forgetting ourselves. We reclaim abandonment by turning it into acceptance, belonging, appreciation, acknowledgement, recognition, validation, self to self, higher self to all the parts of you, to your inner family, your inner child, yourself just yesterday. And in doing so, you allow yourself to follow through and to stand by the truth that you never abandon yourself because you're worth that. You're worth that persistence, that resilience, that presence. So for my client in particular, this simply looks like reframing her desire, for example, to go weekly to yoga. First, we whittled back the commitment and the expectation to something more manageable. Let's start small. Failure is imminent if we go big and hard. And then we set the desire underneath this question, which is why does this matter to you? Why and how does it add value to your life and your well-being? We're getting micro here, right? And then finally, we anchor in with this, this mantra. I do not abandon myself. And if for some reason I do, I drop the story that this is abandonment and instead I saturate myself in self-compassion and I start again. So her showing up weekly to yoga is her showing up and staying put with her inner child that experienced abandonment many, many times. Her adult self that has experienced it many, many times. And her showing up is saying over and over, I matter, all parts of me matter. I am worthy of this. I will show up and I'll be the first to show up and I will be the last one there standing all the time next to all the parts of me. And repeating that I matter and I'm here and I need this and I'm worth it. And I'm here for good because I love myself. Taking a deep breath in because this is big. And even as I share this, there's a lot of like whew, energy vibrating through me. I think this matters. I think reclaiming yourself through the energy of love and resilience and commitment is important. It's deeply healing I think sometimes when we become, uh, how do I say this? When we, become, when we become aware of healing that's required, of a huge core wound such as me with belonging and abandonment and grounding, it can feel really overwhelming to go deep. So we slip back into our usual patterns of staying dissociated or disconnected or abandoning ourselves or allowing other people to abandon ourselves. And I've been there. Hopefully you know this about me. I'm still there. I still ride this. It can be quite discombobulating and very destabilizing if we're not ready and we attempt to go deep and hard with these wounds. So it's really imperative that we understand that first it does begin with yourself and it begins small and it's daily habitual changes and showing up and reframing and showing up and reframing and with that it's really important that I note here that my abandonment issues actually have nothing to do with my parents anymore and what I mean by that it's my responsibility that's an old story and I'm choosing to face it 
it's actually not theirs to heal it. I actually personally, for me right now, don't feel like I need to go and say, you abandoned me in these ways. Because I can really see that they did the best with what they had at the time. Just like I'm doing the best with my children right now, and I could always do better. But going to them first, finger pointing with frustration and rage, actually doesn't support me. Perhaps at some time, at some point in the future, and for some people, talking it out with those people that were part of that process for you can be really cathartic and needed to express your hurt and your pain in a really beautiful container and have an adult reflection and conversation. But for many of us, that's not possible and it's not the case. So for us, it begins with healing with you in small ways today and every day. It begins with what I said at the very beginning. I choose to never abandon myself, ever. I choose to be the one that shows up to my healing. I choose to be my own healer. I hope that this has resonated for you. I hope it's landed for you in some way. I hope it offers you a delicious new perspective. I hope that there's something you can anchor into here. And just let it percolate and brew over the next few days after you've listened to it. You may find that the gold, as you rub on it and be with it a little bit more, becomes shinier and the wisdom lands. Thank you so much, as always, for being here and for tuning in. And I hope to connect with you in a deeper and more powerful way. I also just want to mention here that I now have three one-on-one -on -one coaching or mentoring spots opening up beginning in June. So these are for two particular kinds of people. Those women out there who are looking for deep healing and support on their journey as they choose from this point onwards to not abandon themselves. And it's also for those who are really ready to stretch and grow and they can feel they need support to hold a new frequency as they move into a new space or place in their life or their business or their relationship. And you might be a person that fits across both of those categories. So if this is you, please send me an email and let's get chatting. You can email me directly, claire, C-L-A-I-R-E, at claireobade.com. Sending you all my love and have a beautiful weekend ahead. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.